0: Attention Cannabis Radio listeners, do you suffer from chronic pain, anxiety, depression, or PTSD? These are the most common qualifying conditions for medical cannabis. Did you know that in many states you can visit a doctor online with no waiting rooms, no drive, not even an appointment needed? See a doctor right from your smartphone. It's fast, convenient, and it'll save you money as most states don't collect taxes on medical cannabis purchases. So what are you waiting for? Go to MarijuanaDoctors.com slash Cannabis Radio and get $5 off your on-demand medical card evaluation.
2: Hey everybody,
1: it's A Dog's
2: Life with Angela
1: Ardolino, and I'm here with Dr.
2: Janice Huntingford and we are talking holistic health. You are one of Ontario's first holistic uh, vets who have done a um, I guess integrative vet who's uh, integrated rehab and physical therapy into their practice. Is that right?
0: Yeah, that's right. I have been doing, um, rehabilitation therapy since 2000. Uh, I put, I put in a saltwater pool and a whole rehabilitation unit in my small animal practice in 2007. And then I passed my specialty boards in sports medicine and rehabilitation in 2015.
2: What, tell me what is sports medicine when it comes to our pets?
0: So when you're talking about sports medicine, you're talking about all the different dog sports. So uh, agility would be one that people are really familiar with, but also there are many other dog sports. There's something called cane across. There's dog sledding, as you would see up in the Yukon. I was actually up at the Yukon Quest in 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, then there are there's flyball dogs. There's lure coursing. You know, there's all kinds of obedience. There's barn hunt. Scent, you know, detection, and then uh, also it involves all of the police dogs and the service dogs, and how are those trained, and how do we uh, keep our canine athletes and our working dogs healthy? So that's all part of it.
2: Oh, I love that, because it's something you don't even think about. And I know the benefits of um, water therapy rehabilitation. So you're doing it in salt water. What are the benefits of doing that?
0: Well, because it's salt water, it's easier on the skin, and it also means I don't need so many chemicals in my in my underwater treadmill. So I actually have a pool that is the reservoir for my underwater treadmill. So it's just a lot healthier for the dog's skin.
2: Oh, I love that! It makes so much sense, total sense. What are so? Give us something that's common that um, I know. Like they're not necessarily sporting dogs, but. How do how does someone know that their dog would benefit from um, underwater therapy, water therapy? Why can't I think of it hydrotherapy? Is that what we call it?
0: Yeah, you can call it hydrotherapy or underwater treadmill therapy, swim therapy. So there's many different types of dogs that would benefit from it. I would say the majority of, pa- of patients that I treat are either geriatrics or they are post-injury or post-surgery. So really, we deal with a lot of dogs with osteoarthritis. Uh, I deal with a lot of dogs who have intervertebral disc disease, some of whom are paralyzed. And then we also deal with a, a lot of geriatric dogs. So we have a number of dogs that we will put through rehabilitation therapy that are overweight. And we're looking at weight reduction. And because they are heavy and they can't do regular, exercise and they're painful. They can exercise really well in the water.
2: That's amazing. I, I have, I'm, I have a rescue farm, but I also do boarding and fostering and all that here. And it's amazing when I have a big fat old dog that comes here and will not get out of the lake. Cause you can tell they're like, Ooh, I feel so light and I can move. Mm-hmm. And they just love that feeling of, you know, just like us floating. Um, they feel so good. So you mentioned IVDD. Um, have you had successes? Well, I we must. I got to We have to mention you also um, do chiropractic, acupuncture, Chinese herbs. Uh, what else was yeah. it that I loved? Pain. Uh, you did pain. What was my favorite? Um, so uh, there was something that I saw that you someone else doesn't do and you do. Geriatric medicine. I feel like yeah. so many people forget that our dogs age just like we do and they're going to go through degenerative diseases just like we do and that there is things exercise therapy uh chiropractic acupuncture and not only does that work for us too i do all of those things but they work so well with our patient with our pets um so like ivdd you get a dog that comes in um what are some of your success stories? Because I know that's what we get so many calls about uh, with CBD. I've had, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Frenchies who with chiropractic, a full spectrum, hydrotherapy, get up and walk again. We had one a couple months ago, four years it hadn't walked and is up and walking. What mm-hmm. is this something that you see a lot? Is it common? Is it depend when you catch it?
0: So yes, yes, and Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I treat a lot of dogs who have intravertebral disc disease, which is IVDD, and I'm going to be treating them, some of them post-surgery. So some of these dachshunds who have had a hemilaminectomy and they're still not walking after surgery. So I would, treat some what is that, if you those. don't mind me
2: asking? The surgery? Well,
0: I, it, it, that's just the surgery to uh, take out the disc material out of the spinal cord because okay. with, with intervertebral disc disease, mo, in most cases, Uh, especially with younger dogs, dachshunds be the poster child for this. They actually have abnormal uh, discs because they are what we call chondrodystrophic. They're squished in low, short legs. and, And so their discs and their bones are not the same. So they tend to be, have a genetic tendency towards having these discs that sort of explode. And then they put pressure on the spinal cord that causes paresis, or paralysis, and pain. So many of those dogs will go into a neurosurgery place, whether it's a university or a specialty hospital, and they will have that disc material removed. And probably the hemilaminectomy is probably the most common surgery that's done now in these dogs. So I will see many of these dogs post-surgery. But then I also treat dogs who have this and maybe have pain only, or perhaps, I mean, it's an expensive surgery. Where I am, it's probably about $7,000. So many people can't afford that. But, um, you know, they will, if we can get their dogs to walk without surgery, they're interested in doing that. And I've had great success doing that.
2: Uh, and, and that is, uh, what is this? How does it go? How do you fix it? Like
0: what did well, you do? That, that you <laughs> you well, well, so you know, it, it's sort of like the body fixes itself, and the doctor takes the fee, right? So we encourage the body to heal itself. So first of all, we deal with pain, and pain can be dealt with with herbals, uh, perhaps with acupuncture or uh, pharmaceuticals, and and you do have to do that. Generally, you have to confine these dogs for a couple of weeks to let the body start to heal. Once they're not painful, then we will treat them with acupuncture, with laser, we'll use our CC loop on them, and we do true rehabilitation therapy where we get the dogs, we put them in a normal standing position, and then we because the nervous system is plastic we want to reintegrate these neuropathways which have been destroyed by the surgery or by the trauma so a lot of these techniques came from stroke recovery with humans where the physiotherapists realize if you're doing normal activities of daily living that what will happen is you do these again and again, and the pattern, you get the pattern generated. So in case of a dog, it's a standing, it's an assisted sit to stand. It's moving the back legs for them. So we'll get them in our underwater treadmill. We'll We'll pattern the back legs for them until the, it clicks in, you know, when they do that. So we stimulate the nervous system. We're really doing receptor-based therapy, which is where chiropractic comes in, all of these things, any way that we can stimulate the nervous system. I had a client whose dog was paralyzed who did herself music therapy. And she did that for her dog because I said, anything that stimulates the nervous system is going to be good. So she would do her music therapy while she did the exercises we gave her at home.
2: I love that. And it does. I see so, so much happen when I put a dog in a lake and I can see what you're talking about. I can see a dog go from just front and not using back at all to kicking to you know, you encouraging it to they start doing it, and that's you know just me in the lake. I can't even yeah. imagine the type of things that you um, you have experienced. Um, what what for besides IVDD? What are some of the other wonderful things you've seen with physical therapy? Like I feel like people give up um, mm-hmm. when their dog starts to have an issue, and that's why I love that that you had geriatric disease on your bio because people don't get that they age just like we do. And, you know, we have to support that. And these wonderful things like chiropractic and and acupuncture do help so much because why? You tell them why. We're opening up pathways. We're Mm -hmm. opening Mm -hmm. up communication. We're reducing pain. Like explain that to the listeners of why those are such important modalities.
0: Well, When you're dealing with something like osteoarthritis, uh, because that's very common in our geriatrics, and osteoarthritis is going to happen just from daily wear and tear. But if you're talking about something like spinal arthritis, you'll end up with a couple of pieces of the spa, a couple vertebrae that are just not motioning properly together and you need to think of motion as being lotion so if you can move your joint if you can move your spine then that gives nutrition to that joint nutrition to that that spine that disc and then you're going to have movement and you're going to have less pain which is so going you
2: t- against the urge of and I'm assuming our our animals do the same thing that if something hurts they stop using it so let's say it's a leg they start holding mm-hmm. it or whatever and we're you're saying that we basically want to rid the pain and then make them start yeah. using it.
0: That That's exactly the whole idea of physical therapy is to get the dog to continue to do activities of daily living. Now, if you have an obese pet, which we do have a number who has osteoarthritis, you have a double whammy for two reasons. One is that the joints are having more pressure on them because of the downward pull of gravity. But the other thing is that obesity fuels inflammation and osteoarthritis is a disease of inflammation. So I like to tell my clients, fat equals pain. The more fat your dog has, the more pain they have. And so then they're like, but doctor, he can't exercise. I can't walk him. He's too painful. So we deal with the pain first, and then we do some exercise therapy and water therapy is fabulous. And the reason I really like the underwater treadmill is because it makes the dog use all of the legs. As you probably know from looking at them in the lake, they're just going to swim with their front end. And I I have this great underwater camera and a video that I took of a dog that whose back end was recovering and the client was sure she wanted to just do swim therapy. I said, I don't think so. The dog's not going to use those back legs. So we took a video of it. Sure enough, it wasn't. So back into the underwater treadmill.
2: And there you go. We're going to, we're going to take a short break, but yes, that totally makes sense. And they will, they won't, will not use them. And you're like, I would always, for some reason, I always thought that the front, they would stop, but no, it's the It's the back that they stop. Okay, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back.
1: It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at s-h-o-o-g-i-e-s dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet take-anywhere treat. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. All right, we're back with Dr. Jan and we're talking about a physical
2: therapy, specifically underwater treadmill, which we've all seen and we don't, we're like, what is it? And you told the story about the patient who thought swimming would be just as good, but why is it important for them to do this underwater treadmill? That gets all the four legs going, right? They have to use them.
0: Yeah, that, that's a, so a couple reasons. One is that it does get the, their four legs using, they have, they have to use them. We put a therapist in the tank with them to help them pattern their legs if they need that or to do some little exercises in the water. And the thing is, if you have a dog who's very painful and we're recovering after surgery or after an injury or something like that, you start with the water level fairly high because then the joints are very offloaded. They're maybe only bearing 10 to 15% of the weight they normally would as the dog recovers you can lower the water level down so and so they're bearing more weight but not full weight as they would be if they were walking on the ground and so you can gradually transition them to where their muscles are working more and we can get them to do many things in the in the water with walking that we maybe can't get them to do when they're walking just on the ground because they're not painful their joints are moving. The water's warm. That's the other thing. We keep our water about 88 degrees. So it's a lot warmer than your lake. And right. it's really the warm water helps relax everything. So it's I'm a good sure.
2: I love it. And it's it's amazing how fast um, a dog's muscles deteriorate when they're not using it. Um, I don't know if, if you see that often. I have a Doberman who has osteosarcoma in one of her wrists. And um, I mean, literally the moment she picked up that leg, that her whole shoulder and muscles and everything just, you know, started to get so, you could totally tell. So is it how, how long, like is physical therapy good for every dog? If it's an old injury, it's a new injury. Is it something that every um, geriatric dog should go through?
0: Well, I think that they should because- osteoarthritis is very, very common. But the other thing that people don't think about, there's a, there's a few things. Rehabilitation therapy is going to help a lot with balance and proprioception. And as our geriatric pets age, just like you and I, we don't want to trip and fall down the stairs. You don't want your dogs to do that either. So you want to work on balance and proprioception. And there are many diseases of aging, like vestibular disease that geriatrics get, that vestibular disease responds really well to acupuncture and rehabilitation therapy. And I've treated so many. So people will think that their dogs have had a stroke, but it will be a sudden onset and the dogs have a head tilt and their, their eyes look really funny and they may be falling over. And there are, there's a couple different things. They could have had a stroke and rehabilitation therapy is good for that too. But um, the more common thing is called geriatric peripheral vestibular disease. So it's vertigo pretty much. And rehabilitation, fabulous, fabulous treatment for it. And so if anybody out there has a pet that has this, go see a rehab person. Because unfortunately, many veterinarians don't have a clue conventionally what to do. And they're recommending euthanasia. Don't do that see an acupuncturist, see a rehab person, because there's hope for those dogs. Yeah, you don't have
2: to put your dog down. These are normal, old, these these are things, yeah, old lady diseases. They're okay. We just, you know, there's, of course, I'm, I'm the huge uh, proponent of a full spectrum hemp extract or cannabis medicine. Absolutely. Joint inflammation. Have you had any? um, Have you worked with that at all?
0: i i have in fact i did a research project on uh on a water soluble cbd for a a company up here in canada and i i am very impressed with uh with how cbd works and i would agree a full spectrum is far better than just an isolate it tends to work better Mm -hmm. um you can use it of course for your cognitive dysfunction dogs which is another thing that we do with rehab as well. Um, we'll take dogs who have cognitive dysfunction and we're going to treat them with things like laser and the CC loop and exercise therapy where they're working on their balance. They're sniffing different things. They're seeing different things, but yeah, we, we, we sort of do everything in the full uh the full gamut for for these pets. And, you know, you were saying what pets need rehabilitation. Well, they sort of all need it. Here's, Here's one interesting thing, not to do with geriatrics, having to do with puppies. So if you have a puppy, a small breed puppy, Chihuahua, Yorkie, the dogs that tend to get Um, patellar luxation the kneecaps pop in and out very very common Mm -hmm. if i detect that under the age of 16 weeks i will prescribe sit to stand therapy very easy to do at home because these dogs at that age are plastic you will groove out your patellar groove much better and you can you have the potential to do interceptive rehabilitation and these dogs may never have problems with their patella but you have to get them young enough and they have to do lots and lots and lots of sit to stands. so Uh, there's a tip.
2: I love that so physical therapy isn't just something that we come see you when the dog's having issues it can be something that we can do proactively
0: you can do it proactively you know I do have people who have um, sporting dogs who in their off season they come and they swim their dogs Mm -hmm. to maintain the muscle or they work on our land treadmill or they work out in our dog gym so
2: well it's funny I just um was given a research study about dogs and their endocannabinoid systems Mm
0: -hmm. and
2: their endocannabinoid anandamide their production of anandamide goes up when they're running free Mm -hmm. you know without leash and stop or whatever so we have to remember that you know, there's a lot of ways for us to be stimulated as human beings, but as dogs, their nose running, uh, you know, yeah. figuring out things, hunting, doing all of those things that dogs want to do is what's going to stimulate them, make them feel good. It's the way they get their exercise. So absolutely, you know, um, taking your dog to get exercise when it's getting older and, and having pain is one of yeah. the wonderful things you can do. You're feeding you're feeding their endocannabinoid system, their well-being. You're helping their body work. And we know if they don't move, they'll stop moving. They won't yeah. get up.
0: Yeah. Motion's lotion. I love that. I'm it. going to
2: start remembering <laughs> that motion's <laughs> lotion.
0: I love yeah. it. But, but that's absolutely true. And, you know, something very interesting about stimulating dogs, as, as I said, we're doing receptor-based therapy. So uh, sniffing scenting is a huge thing for dogs, which is why even older dogs, maybe if you have a retired agility dog that can't do running anymore, you can take up barn hunt or any of these you know, things where they, they're they doing stuff for scent detection, because it's amazing how the dogs are engaged doing that and how after they're done, like they're wiped out and tired. I know. So it's, a, it's a great thing to do, especially for older dogs and dogs who have cognitive dysfunction.
2: Yeah, I loved, so I have, I'm on about three acres and I have a rescue farm and I also rescue farm animals, but everybody, all the farm animals go in at night and they're in a fenced-in area. One of my favorite things to do is open up and let the dogs go running in there because they're never allowed in there. So it's super secret. And all they do is run around and smell. And you can see them all find the same smells and go after it or over it because we've got coyotes and foxes and everything out here. So I'm sure they're loving all those smells. Um, We're going to take a short break and we're going to be right back.
1: It's a dog's life we'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk.
0: Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America, and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you, or order yours online at SmartPots.com.
1: Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of "It's a Dog's Life" with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. All right, we are back with Dr. Janet, and we're
2: talking about physical therapy, chiropractic. Uh, acupuncture laser um and my favorite geriatric medicine uh tell me like what how, what does that mean like does someone i feel like that's when when our dogs start entering so their senior years and then they become geriatrics is that of course that's when of lot uh, issues are going to stop start popping up and you know, even with Nina, Nina's eight years old. And for a large breed dog, she's a senior, could even be geriatric, uh, considered a geriatric sometimes. So um, cancer seems like it is almost like a um, age degenerative disease now, especially if it's a genetic disease. So um, I'm, you know, heartbroken that she has it. But at the same time, I'm glad she has it now and and didn't have it earlier. What, um, are, are, is there anything that we can do to battle these genetics? You just gave us this, uh, this wonderful thing about the patella. Is there anything else that we can do um, it, with these holistic modalities that will help our dogs that have these awful genetic problems?
0: Well, I think the biggest, one of the biggest things that you can do is research the breed that you have so you know what sort of genetic things they have. If you have a Labrador Retriever, uh, hip dysplasia is common, hip osteoarthritis is going to be common. So if you start when your animals are young with something like that, you need to think about keeping them lean, feeding them good, you know, quality protein. A home cooking, I'm a huge fan of that. Especially if it's balanced, you need to balance it properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you really need to do things like that. There's supplements that you can give when pets are younger that will help prevent problems. Undenatured collagen type two. There, you know, if you have a puppy that's diagnosed with something like that, so it's good to know your breed and so where what did you get, happens.
2: What is that? the supplement you just mentioned, the wet
0: collagen? So it's UC2, undenatured collagen type 2. It's in a number of different uh, doggy supplements, but the research behind that's fantastic. Yeah, I love love collagen,
2: Um, especially for like leaky gut and GI issues. Mm -hmm. What are some of the um, benefits that you see in it?
0: well, so collagen's great. This is undenatured collagen. So undenatured collagen type two actually acts totally different than something like glucosamine. It acts through the immune system. So what happens is in your joints, when they break down, it's the type two collagen that that breaks down and your cells start to see that as foreign and they ramp up the immune system and they create inflammation. If you're taking undenatured collagen to or Orally, it's almost like orally vaccinating yourself against that inflammation. So it, it it causes your immune system to see that as being normal. So it doesn't mount an inflammatory response, you see. So it's wow. like, it's the same principle as, you know, taking honey with pollen in it to help your allergies. It It's going through your immune system and, and creating that sort of thing. So that's one reason I like that particular supplement. It acts totally different than fish oil and those sorts of things.
2: Um, I know. And it's so hard to get good fish oil uh, that's uh-huh. not bad or gone rancid or from a sustainable source. Mm-hmm. Where, um, is this something that we can get from you? And I mean, I have rheumatoid arthritis. So I want to start taking it immediately. Is this something that we can get from you or where, where can someone find, I mean, you're in Ontario, correct?
0: mm -hmm, Yeah. So um, So undenatured collagen type two, UC2 is found in a number of supplements. The dog supplement that I use in my practice mostly is called Flexidin, but you can get this in, you can order it from Amazon. You can order the human one from Amazon, just, you know, now nutrition or one of, one of the good natural factors, ones that is specifically UC2. So yeah, you could, you can take that yourself and you can give it to your dog. But the, uh, the research behind that particular supplements, absolutely fabulous.
2: Awesome. You are, I wish you were uh, closer. You are unbelievable and filled with so much information they are so lucky to have you you're one of the first and only right in your area that's offering rehabilitation and physical therapy for dogs
0: yeah in in my in my area i'm i'm kind of the only one i'm i'm close to windsor ontario which is right down by the detroit border and the next closest rehabilitation facility with a boarded specialist is going to be closer to toronto
2: wow well um can our listeners can tell us how they can find you um where they can find you online can they call you up can they do a consultation with you where can they find you
0: so if you go to my website, and, and it's the Essex Animal Hospital in Essex, Ontario, and the website is www.essexanimalhospital.ca. If you go there, all of the contact links are there. I'm more than happy to do, uh, you know, email consultations. I do have some people that I will, you know, sometimes do some phone consultations with because we're doing telemedicine now with COVID. So there's a few, few regulations that we have to, uh, you know, look at, but I'm, I'm more than happy to email people and who have questions about, you know, about things. And, and if there's veterinarians listening, because sometimes there there are, I am one of the consultants on the veterinary information network. I'm on the sports medicine and rehab board. So they can contact me through that too.
2: Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. It was so much information and I'm so grateful for vets like you that, Go learn all of these amazing holistic modalities to help our pets. So, thank you so much for the good work.
0: My pleasure. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.